Welcome to Mockingbird Labs. For your safety, please do not touch anyone on fire. Do not listen to the acid. Do not lick the purple walls. Do not surrender to the so-called alien overlords. Remember, resistance is never futile. Long live the human race, and please enjoy your stay. When I was 14, I um, went into audition for this group in high school. Um, they were known as the poetry group. They were the creative, serious kids who would write serious poetry about serious feelings and serious social issues and force their friends and family to sit down and listen to them be so serious. And uh, the first time I went in for an audition, um, I wrote some just god-awful poetry and I went into a black box theater where my peers would be judging my worth <laughs> so you know great scenario for any 14 year old so I walk in and there's a chair in the center of the room on where the stage would be and all the students were sitting in the seats and the stage lights were on so you couldn't see their faces it was more of an interrogation than an interview, but I got the point. So I sat down in the chair, and what should have been a five-minute interview turned into 20 minutes. And I'll tell you right now, I killed. I killed. I had them laughing. I had them shocked. I had them... Um, freaked out over the things I was saying. I I had them bowled over. I had them interesting, interested in everything I was saying and doing. And it felt like the world was in my hand. And it was amazing. And it was everything I thought I should be doing. So, of course, I left thinking I ruled the world. And uh, the looks of everyone else's faces when I walked out of the uh, the black box studio into the hallway where the aud other auditioners were waiting uh, told me everything I needed to know. They were just as shocked as I was. 20 minutes, which should have been five minutes, turned into 20 minutes. And in that 20 minutes, I heard this sound I never heard before that I never knew I could produce. It was laughter. And it wasn't just that laughter where you tell like a joke. It was that type of laughter that just destroys any other emotion in the room. It was that type of laughter that conquers, that just devours. It was intoxicating and it was real. And then I didn't get in. I didn't get in. And of course I didn't get in because I was I was writing shitty poetry and um not <laughs> doing what I was supposed to be doing, which was being a serious person and answering serious questions seriously. Uh but it didn't matter because I got in the next audition and then I wrote serious poetry and I was miserable. Um, because I had undiagnosed ADD and depression and I would carry that for another 10 years and I went on to be a visual artist 
after deciding that theater wasn't for me because I it was too too much for me to explore my feelings and shit. So I left that and I became an artist and I painted serious art things that slowly turned into demons and monsters and everyone thought was cool and didn't realize that painting all these monsters was making me miserable because I was just painting how I felt inside, which was monstrous and shitty. And then the artist block came and then I painted nothing and I did nothing. And I felt nothing. And I was nothing. Yeah, a lot of fun. I know. There is a point to all of this. Uh, In that recovery state of losing people in my life I thought I would have forever and realizing this part of myself that I thought I was and thought I was going to be that didn't exist. A friend of mine, um, a roommate who's really kind and sweet, her name is Jenny, um, invited me to go see a show that her friend um, was supporting. And it was in an upstairs room in Rudyard's. And we went in and the audience was maybe five to ten people. And there was, I think, even more people on stage. And this play unfolded unfolded in front of me and they were funny and sharp and fast and it was uh, weird and hipster and but you know still carrying on this this independent feeling that everybody there was an individual and it ended in a wedding and it was fun it was cool and the entire time I was like oh this is a pretty good play and afterwards I went up to one of them and realized I met one of them before when I was working another job that I also hated that I thought would define me Um, and he told me oh no this is just improvised we made it all up on the spot and I thought oh I can make up shit on the spot I mean, I wasn't the best at it. I don't think I was, but, you know, a lot of the poems I wrote that I actually liked, I just made up on the spot, and I was constantly changing the terms and the verbs and the phrases, and I made those up on the spot. But that wasn't the same thing, because I was an artist, being an art person, and creating artistic feelings about art and shit. But I was convinced to go to a level zero class, which is a free class taught by a nice guy named uh, Matt Graham. Excellent guy. Mean banjo player. And uh, I stepped on this tiny platform in this hot room in the upstairs of Avant Garden. A platform no larger than, I think, six by ten feet. With this person I never met before and whose name I've long forgotten. And it was like slipping into a skin that's been beside me my whole life. This, this shrill, 
angry woman just started pouring out of me. This woman who was in the car with her uh, fiance, and the only reason they were even going to get married is because it was it was there was a Groupon for a Elvis themed wedding, and they just wanted to meet Elvis, and they were fighting the entire way. And I didn't know how to end the scene, and it didn't matter because it was fantastic. Because that same sound, that laughter, that earth-shaking laughter was coming out of everyone in the room. And it hit me like this memory I thought I put away. I, th- I thought, oh, yeah, that's the sound. That's what makes up for the rest It doesn't matter how bad of a day I'm having. It doesn't matter if in the rest of my world I'm a loser or I'm not the greatest or I'm not the funniest. I don't care. Because when that sound hits, it obliterates every other emotion. And, oh, damn. Everyone should get that once. And you know, that room kept growing. Those four people in the room, that level zero class, turned into five then six. And I was introduced to more people and those people turned into more people. And one day, years later, I looked up and I was in this place. I was in this theater, surrounded by people like me. Surrounded by people who just love that rush, that all-covering sound, that sound that can bring a person to their knees, that sound that could pull muscles in your back and rip your throat and destroy any bad day you've ever had. And it doesn't matter because it's even better than joy. Joy will make you happy. Joy is this serenity, but laughter? Laughter is a destructor. It takes all your emotions and it rips it to shreds. And you're left with nothing but that sound. And it covers all the misery And it covers all the bad days. And it's total. It's total. And it's an experiment. Because for all the times I made those laughter, that sound of laughter, I have had a lot of bad sets. I have died on that stage. I have walked into rooms and uh, just silence. And it's not a great feeling. But I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. I'd rather have one bad set. No, I'd rather have a hundred bad sets and one soul-destroying night full of that raucous sound of people losing their shit over something I said or did than to be gentle and serene. <sighs> to be honest, serenity is pretty overrated, but you know, that's another discussion. 
so if you've been staying with me for this uh conversation this this amount of time that i've been rambling for over 10 minutes um you're probably wondering why is she talking about her feelings uh when this show is about something else and uh good question i'm nervous <laughs> i'm nervous this whole thing is an experiment you are listening to mockingbird labs which is the helm show of the mockingbird network which is a network i developed uh it's been about a year in the making that came out of failed experiments failed podcasts failed ideas failed desires to make a perfect bubble and make a perfect show right out the gate there's no such thing there's no such thing as a perfect show um especially one that's recorded one that's uh will always exist is as soon as you put it up on the internet um but i'm in i'm i'm learning to embrace that mistake and learning to uh experiment with my fellow network members and newcomers and Houstonians because i i want to know I want to know about your shows. I want to know about what makes you tick. Laughter, that's my deal. Laughter and rants, that's how I go. That's my life. But I think there are tons of people who have the ability, but not the opportunity yet, to make their own show, their own podcast. So the Mockingbird Network um, has, has created this show specifically for you in mind the mockingbird labs is an experimental show where one episode will cover a pilot episode of a brand new untested show that will be given over to anyone anyone as long as you're from houston or have lived in houston at some point in your life that means if you live in new york if you live in europe if you live in Asia, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. If you have access to the equipment or we can get access, we can give you access to the equipment, we will help you make a show. It doesn't matter how weird it is. It doesn't matter how rude it could be. If you think you can pull it off and this has been burning a hole in your pocket, I want to help you make it. No more pretending you don't have this idea get on the stage make the sound happen even if it's not laughter you want to make a show where you try to get people to cry for 45 minutes let's see what you got hopefully it's not a show about you berating yet you i do have standards okay let's <laughs> okay Oh, uh, I, I, I have to admit, I feel insane just rambling to myself in a microphone. I, I'm not really, I've, I've done a couple of voiceovers, but this is a whole new animal. Um, but like I said, if you want to try this, if you want to make this show happen, let's do it. So the first half of each show is a each pilot will be broken down into two parts. The first part is the show itself. 
with a brief introduction by me and, uh, you know, hopefully it'll last no more than two minutes just to explain the premise of the show uh, for newcomers in the future and then the show itself. One week to two weeks, depending on the schedule of everyone involved and the scope of the project, will be just left on the ether where you, the audience, get to listen and write reviews on iTunes or directly to the Mockingbird Network. You can either uh, send messages on the Mockingbird Network, but if you leave a review on iTunes, that'll really help out the show and it'll really help out uh, the people involved in the project. After that, on our second episode, our B episode, we will have an open and honest discussion and interview with the creators of that podcast where we get to discuss the audience reaction, their feelings about how they thought the show came out, how different it is from the idea that they had in mind. And at the very end of the B episode, they will decide if this is something they would like to pursue. And I will decide if this is something worth having on our network. So there's stakes. Double-edged sword, but you get to try out your idea and you get to find out if it works or not and what you would like to change by the end of it. You have full creative control and uh, I'm going to do my best to stay out of your hair. (laughs) I may give you some notes, but it's all mostly technical issues rather than uh, content. You know, short of you stomping on babies or something. Not that I'm against baby stomping, but that was outlawed 50 years ago and liberals, right? So, uh, please feel free to submit any uh, inquiries or show ideas. We are accepting submissions if you go to MockingbirdNetwork.com. Again, that's MockingbirdNetwork.com. You'll see a banner on the top that says now accepting submissions. Click on that. There's an easy Google form that's been installed there just for you. Uh, Fill that out to the best of your ability. Hopefully it's a pretty good best because I don't know what to tell you if you can't. Um, And we will get back to you. Each show will be unique and different. And by the way, it's not going to be just comedy. I'm interested in everything Houston has to offer. I'm interested in the arts. I'm interested in culture. I'm interested in uh, workers' rights. I'm interested in politics. I'm, if you're interested in it, I'm willing to give it a shot. I'll put it that way. So, without further ado, please enjoy Mockingbird Labs. This next episode, because this one is over. <laughs> this one is over Uh, but keep an ear out I will be playing clips throughout the week of our shows that are already on the Mockingbird Network you'll be hearing shows like from the Stacks one of my favorite shows of Houston shows of all time that's with Ned Gale, Ruth Hirsch uh, Josh Brokaw just fantastic each and every one of them is a fantastic comedian in their own right and the three of them together are make the chillest crowd I've ever, ever had the pleasure of working with. Um, And then there's also 
Throwing Junk, a podcast about uh, baseball. And for people who aren't obsessed with statistics, I want to know more of the weirder human side of baseball. All the human interest stories, what made uh, the Astros the Astros. And these are by two people who love baseball. So even if you're not a big fan or you really are, I strongly urge you to take a listen to them. They're fantastic. There's also Honey, I Shrunk the Binge, which is such a brilliant idea. I'm kicking myself that I didn't come up with this. Uh, It's um, Cody Dale and uh, Ned Gale, who who, uh, watched the first and last episode of a series on Netflix or Amazon or something, another streaming service like that, where they try to figure out what's going to happen. And they decide at the end whether a show is worth binging or not. Um, just brilliant. Why? Why didn't I think of that? Oh, and by the way, it's not Cody Dell anymore. He changed his name. It's uh, Cody, Cody Edgar. Um, maybe? I don't know. Facebook is weird. I'm going by Facebook. Uh, if you're interested in any of the other hosts, feel free to go to MockingbirdNetwork.com. We have bios. We have... Sh- uh, we have... Uh, profiles on all the shows we are a grassroots organization so clearly stuff is still under construction <laughs> i'm trying so hard guys uh which brings me to my other point if you're interested in helping develop a podcast if you if you're interested in sound design if you're interested in uh, web design uh i i'm not asking you for free services because I don't do anything for free. I don't know why I would expect you to. Um, but we are currently looking for volunteers. Um, if you're interested, there's, I don't know, we'll figure something out. But I want to make sure that this organization will be beneficial to Houston and um, represent H-Town. Oh, I am not a cool person. <laughs> Okay, I'm not a cool person, but I think we've clearly established that by the first words that I said is when I was 14. Um, And that I said the show is over about three minutes ago. So thank you again to everyone involved. Oh, by the way, if you get a chance to thank uh, Stephanie Fisher, she's one of my closest friends. We graduated from uh, Station Theater together, which is also part of the organization that uh, introduced me to improv as a whole Um, she has been uh, great encouragement she has an amazing show called pot and plot which I will also be on the mockingbird network and is also a co-creator of the um, blanket for theater Uh, so yeah thanks girl thanks to everyone involved thank you for everyone who's posting their um, continuing support. Thank you to Space City Chronicles, who we will be moving forward with together. I can't wait to see what amazing shows you guys uh, produce, and I am completely overwhelmed. Uh, just right out the gate, I'm completely overwhelmed. Um, so, for your next show, your first official pilot, we will be premiering ruined hopes this is with bob morrissey and justin blanford two houston comedians uh 
Bob Morrissey hosts uh, Haywire over at the uh, Midtown Bar and Grill. You can check them out on uh, Wednesdays and Fridays, I believe, starting at 10 p.m. They interview comedians and talking about some of the worst sets they've ever done and some of the (laughs) worst experiences they've ever had at comedy venues. It's, It's my favorite combination of things. Comedians and bad experiences. There's nothing better in the world than a comedian angry or upset about something because whatever they're however they're going to phrase it it's going to come out as pure gold gold because you know we're all comedians and we're all screwed up and that's how we make the world funny um please tune in it should be premiering right now huh you didn't know what what it's happening right now yes it is because today is friday yeah Welcome to the Mockingbird Network. Please enjoy your stay. Goodbye. <laughs>